0: Nathan Nelson from Dairy NZ joins us this afternoon on The Muster, the team from Derry NZ are on every Thursday. Nathan, good afternoon, how's things? G'day,
1: Andy. Yeah, good. Nice to have a chat with you and um, yeah, catch up with our listeners.
0: We're going to give a message today, Nathan, just around the summer and the weather conditions and having a strategy in place, because there's a lot for people to take on board on the mo- at the moment, and a lot of it's around uncertainty regarding rainfall, as we talked about before. It's um, some places getting a bit more rain than others. It's about summer proofing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. I think that it probably is the the fair comment to make. You know, really patchy where that rain is landing or not, and quite a bit of variability of pasture growth rates or covers across the district. And um, just talking to a couple of farmers there yesterday, um, some of the some of the lower covers that we're hearing at the lower ends of that 1950, you know, sort of barely holding on to 2000 average pasture cover, and um, you know rates like that growth rates are definitely under demand. Uh, but yet other areas of the province have just managed to to hold a little bit more catch a little bit more of that variable rainfall and you know growth rates are probably yeah still sort of on demand or just a little bit over so yeah probably just a few things to think about there or run through and um most people are pretty aware of their their sort of summer surges but yeah worthwhile just talking through some of those options and, and what we're seeing or hearing out there um with the listeners there andy
0: as far as milking frequency what's been happening there are people looking at a different avenue there
1: yeah, look, I think that's probably one of the, the key ones to start with. Um definitely a few that have made that switch on to three and two milking or or certainly sort of considering it. Um and I guess as always, and we've chatted about this numerous times, but I suppose it's yeah, being as proactive as you can with that milking regime change rather than waiting until, you know, maybe you run a bit tight on feed or growth rate starts dropping off, you know, it's better to be Proactive and, and make that switch before cows start dropping production or, or covers get tight. But um, I think the key thing with that is to try and negate that milking frequency changes. Make sure for that first week that you make that switch. Um, cows are sort of really well fed, or you know, even just allow you know sort of generous um, allowances of, of feed. Um, just can't help them make that transition without going through you know a feed pinch or a feed set, Um In which case, that's probably why they're dropping production, not because you've. Made a frequency change, and I guess the other thing would say with that too is um, the milking window. I suppose that's why we, you know, moved to calling it three and two milking as opposed to sort of sixteen-hour milking, because you know a lot of farmer experience and a lot of research would back up the fact that you know actually pick your milking frequency or milking time um, to suit your team on farm or suit the the needs of the farm team, and, and by that I mean um, that milking frequency window of a pure sixteen-hour. Um, split is not necessarily hard and fast and so make it labour friendly for you know yourselves and your team on farm um, for that afternoon milking um, and adjust it to suit um, and cows will you know, respond accordingly if you get that feed bit right um, as you're making that switch.
0: Feed on farm at the moment is the big one isn't it? Just seeing what those grass covers are like Nathan as you're looking around.
1: Yeah look that's right and I guess that probably leads on to the next point just thinking about um, you know like obviously there's that feed quality challenge um, but yeah I suppose we're just starting to see or needing to see uh, with the pre-grazed mowing or sort of popping afterwards probably a little bit more strategic um, thinking or um, decision making applied to that and you know, I think Jack Bell um, farm consultant down here always used to say always used to say so you should start your mowing early and finish your mowing early because I suppose what we know um, what we've seen out there is that yeah, without sort of realising it you can actually mow yourself into a you know, a slight depression or, um, you know, a slight deficit of feed. And so I suppose what we'd say with that is, you know, A, understand what feed you've got in front of you, but actually it's probably time to be, you know, pretty selective around that um, or maybe even do a bit of post, post-mine post top-up and have to sort of clean the tractor. But that way you've got a really good handle on, you know, what feed's actually been left in the paddock and reducing that risk of, um, A, offering sort of poor quality feed in front of cows if it isn't, you know tidy residual from last round and or actually you can have a really good view on how well those cows have been fed or not but yeah we definitely know that by mowing you can just make a slight depression on those pasture growth rates and so really if you're if you're at demand or you know growing below demand then probably you've got to be questioning um, whether sort of pre-graze mowing everything or um, paddock after paddock is the right strategy um, at this point in time in the season which probably leads on to the last point really is just thinking about uh, with those soil temperatures and um, you know, heading into that summertime, uh, we know that you know growth rates start dropping off anyway, and still temperatures are certainly listing or list And so, just using that opportunity um, to sneak that round length out a little bit, and, and give yourself a few extra days up your sleeve. Um, you know, depending on your farm system and setup, and whether you've got young grass coming back into the round or summer crop coming in and out, but certainly trying to sneak onto that mid sort of 20-day round length and even some sort of taking the opportunity with a little bit of seed in front of them to push out to that 30-day round next just to allow, them so, you know, allow themselves a bit more time for regrowth um, so they've got feed in front of them. Come sort of January or February when, yeah, we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but um, just with that variable and shifting sort of weather pattern, I think you and I talked about, you know, the season just been like a bit of a yo-yo as far as growth rates has been up one week and yeah. down the next week and a bit of a challenge there. So two few strategies there to be thinking about and, and some are definitely already doing.
0: And the mowers has got a tool for feed quality as anything, too, if need be.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I guess that's why I would say, you know, everyone's got a different view or strategy around it. But in some ways at this point in time of the season, you know, um, maybe it's better to do a little bit post-mowing if you are going to do anything to, to tidy things up. Um, and then, you know, you actually can see um, what is left behind or how bad it is. And you might actually make an assessment and decide, look, actually, it's not too bad. Um, we might just skip that paddock or, yes, in the, in the next round.
0: Just coming to that time of year at almost Christmas, Dairy and you guys, um what's the go with you Nathan? You, are you having a bit of a break or a team working through or what's the go?
1: Yeah, look, it'll be an office shutdown period um, and then we'll be looking forward to yeah getting back in touch with farmers and um I think yeah probably pretty early on in the season obviously we've got one field day to look forward to, which is a great Few days there to catch up with a lot of farmers and rural um, professionals, and yeah, hopefully looking forward to you know good buzz and excitement around that sort of key event. And um, yeah, the team's working pretty hard behind the scenes, and already got quite a few key events lined up for that autumn time. And looking forward to yeah, being able to offer um, farm field days and discussion groups and learning opportunities for for our farmers through a pretty busy autumn period.
0: Good on you, Nathan. been great having Dairy NZ on board the muster like we do. Make sure you get a bit of a good break, and we'll catch you in the new year. All the best for the Christmas season, mate.
1: Same to you, and just wishing our farmers, yeah, obviously a, a safe and happy Merry Christmas and New Year's and a as well, Andy.
0: Nathan Nelson out of Dairy NZ. Hannah Blakely from Beefland New Zealand is on, up next. This is The Muster, Thursday afternoon.